Luke 174 and 75. Read the word of God. Let's see what it says. Luke 174 and 75. Amen. What is the word of God? We're just giving a rebuke, a review. This is how God made Adam. God made Adam in his own likeness. In Genesis, the first chapter, verse 26, you write it down. He made Adam in his own likeness. He made Adam in his image. Amen. Amen. He said, let us. Who is us? Amen. First John, the fifth, fifth chapter, verse number eight. You can write it down. The Bible says these three agree yes. in one. Yes. What three agree in one? Amen. The Father, yes. the Word, which is Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. That's who made us. So who should be in us? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. But the Holy Ghost can't be in a justified heart, a carnal heart. Let's go ahead. What the Word of God say? One seventy four. What does it say? That he would grant unto us. That God would grant unto us. That we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies. That we being delivered out of the hand of sin. Might serve him without fear. Might serve God without fear. In holiness. In holiness. And righteousness. And righteousness. Before him all the days of our life. Before God some of the days. Oh. No, it says before God all the days of your life. When God gave Adam a commandment, God told Adam, of every tree thou mayest freely eat, but the tree that is in the midst of the garden, thou mayest not eat of it. For the day you eat of it, if you touch it, you're going to die. It wasn't a literal death, it was a spiritual death. And when Adam fell, brother, we don't know how far that fall was, but that fall is bottomless. Descent will take you further than you want to go. Sin will keep you longer than you want to stay. But when God made Adam, Adam didn't fall from Adam to infancy. He fell, he, he didn't fall from God to him. He fell from Adam, fell to sin. Right, he fell to sin because he had a full knowledge and understanding. When you and I came here, we came here as infants. We came here as children. We came here as babies. And we were born with a depraved nature. We were born with the very root. And I pray that somebody get this right for me by next week. We are born with the root of sin in our hearts. Amen. The Bible lets us know in Psalms 1 chapter 51 chapter verse number 5, the Bible says, Behold, I was shaping in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. We were shaping in iniquity and conceived in sin. And what happened? When we came to an age of accountability, Paul said I was alive without the law. And one time, amen, Romans the seventh chapter, he said I was alive without the law. And once, verse number nine, write it down. He said, but when the commandment came, I was alive. In other words, I was innocent without the law, not knowing the word of God, not knowing the commandment, not knowing the requirements. I was alive. I was just like Adam. He said, the day you eat, you're going to die. When Adam sinned, God put him out of the garden. Amen. He separated Adam from himself. Why? Because God cannot behold sin. Sin cannot stand the presence of God. And when Adam had his children, when Adam had his babies, the Bible says in, Adam, in, 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 in uh, 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 Genesis, the fifth chapter, round verse number three, that Adam had his children in his likeness. In his new image. In that sinful image. So we all came here depraved. Yes. We came here with that inborn nature. Yes. We came here with that amen, damnable, a damned nature. That nature led us all astray. That nature had, brother, the Bible lets us know in Ephesians, the first Ephesians. Come on, give me Ephesians 2 and 3. What does Ephesians 2 and 3 say? Among whom also we had our conversations. Ephesians 2 and 3. Ephesians, the second chapter. Among whom also we had our what? Conversations. And what? 
In times past. In time past. In the lust of our flesh. In the lust of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh. And of the mind. And of the mind. Here and we were here we were about here and sin. We were fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Amen. And we were by what? Nature. We were by nature. Huh? By nature. By our nature. The Bible says, can an Ethiopian change his skin color? No. Why? Because that's the nature of the Ethiopian. Can an Ethiopian, can a leopard change his spots? No. Because that's the nature of that leopard. Can a lamb change being docile and humble and meek? No. Can a lion change being ferocious and bold? No. Can you change your nature of yourself? Paul said, the things that I do are allowed not. Why? Because that's the nature dwelling in me. Sin dwells in me. Amen. There's something yet in me that got to come out of me. And that nature, we were by nature, what? The children of wrath. The children of sin. And what? Even as others. Even as others. Then here we are in sin. Amen. The Bible says, for the works of the flesh are adultery, fornication, lasciviousness, envy, huh? malice. Huh? Idolatry, reverence, mm -hmm. and it goes on a list about fifteen sins and such like. Just think about when you was in sin, you know what you was wrapped up in. Right. Amen. If you're in sin today, you are on this tree right here. Right. The Bible says, "To him that knoweth to do good and doeth not to him, it is sin." Amen. What is sin? Sin is the transgression of God's law. In the Old Testament, they couldn't help but to sin. They kept asking God to forgive them once a year, but they kept reverting back to their old sin. But Romans, the fifth chapter and verse number one, the Bible says, therefore being what? Being justified by faith. Amen. Come on, Romans 5 and 1 says being justified. Justified means the removal of sins, of guilt, the shame, the things that that condemn me, the things that was on my conscience, the things, the actual sins, the actual committing of sin. This is an inherited sin nature. This is the willful sins. This is inherited. We couldn't do nothing about this. But when we come to an age of accountability, we can do a whole lot about this. It take God to reach down below the below and lift us up out of the lively clay of sin. Huh? Some of us cried out, we see the song, I was seeking deep in sin, far from a peaceful shore. I was deeply stained within, seeking to rise no more. But what happened? Then the master of the sea, he heard my despairing cry. And from the waters, he lifted me, now safe am I. Thank God in what he places on. There is no other foundation can no man than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the foundation of the church. Amen. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Because you can't be in his church with sin. When he saved you from all sin, you're a part of his church. What is his church called? He said, take heed therefore to yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you an overseer to feed the church of God. You can't live free from sin in Babylon because Babylon don't teach that you can live free from sin. Jesus said, go and sin no more. Right. In Babylon, they sin, sin less every day. In Babylon, they say no man is perfect. In Babylon, they say don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. In Babylon, they say you can't help it. But thanks be unto God, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 48, be therefore perfect. Even as your father in 
perfect. Amen. Thank God he saved us from all of our sins. Glory be to God. And some of y'all was decorated just like that tree. Looked all happy on the outside like he was having a good time. But down on the inside, he was miserable. Amen. I thank God, Romans 5 and 1, what does it say? Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace. And what did God give us? He gave us peace. Gave us peace with God through our what? Lord Jesus Christ. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Give me 1 Thessalonians, amen, 5 and verse number 23. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23. What does the Bible say there? 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23. What does the word of God say? And the very God of peace. And the very God of, that, that we just said being sanctified by faith, we have what? Peace. We got peace. Yes. And that same God that gave us peace and the very God of peace, what do you do? Come on. Now. Sanctify you holy. I got peace, but now I need something else. Sanctify you I need to be sanctified entirely. The very God of peace sanctify you holy. And a what? And I pray God your whole spirit. And I pray God your whole spirit. And your soul. And your soul. And body. And your what? Body. And your body. Be what? Preserve blameless. Blameless. Preserve blameless. This experience here, this is the first work of grace. This is the second work of grace. Amen. Amen. There's two works in your salvation. The first work is being saved from my sin. The second work is getting the root out. The root of sin. Amen. That's what got to come out. The Bible said, and then, now that I laid to Jesus said, now the axe is laid to the what? The root. The root of the tree. We got to get the root of it out. You got to be purged. That root got to be purged out. Through what? Consecration. Therefore, our Father says, in what? It says, the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray, God, your whole body, your, your soul, your spirit, be what? Preserved. Being kept. Thank God we're kept by the power of God. Be preserved. How? Sinless. Blameless be sinless. I said blameless be sinless. That's the promise of God. Say with people will keep you free from sin. It will preserve you. It will keep you. Be preserved. Blameless. How long? Glory be to God. Until Jesus comes back. I don't want to have to say, I committed sin and God catch me undone. He said, be also ready for such an hour you think not the Son of Man come. You can't be getting ready. You got to be ready. Amen. Amen. So we got to get the, we got to, we, thank God, I believe majority of us in here are saved and some of us are sanctified. But you know what? God has come back for a sanctified church. He's come back for a church without spot or wrinkle. Or any such blip. The church has come back for us, a sanctified church. Those that were ready was the five wise, the five foolish virgins. They were all virgins that was all clean. But five went in and five got shut out. Why? Because five of them refused to pay the price. Five of them refused to go on and get the oil, which represents the Holy Spirit. And you can't have the Holy Spirit with and self and the Holy Spirit won't live in the same house. You can't have your way and have the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 Let's see what the word of God says this morning. We'll go a little further in God's word. Amen. A justified state is not all a bad place in the beginning. Right. Right. 
Justified state is not the perfect place. That's it. But it's not a bad place either. Right. God put you on a probationary period. Right. Just like when you go get a job, you got 90 days to measure up. Yeah. To prove yourself. Right. Amen. Amen. To conform to the company that you're working for. They want to see if you're going to conform. Amen. So God has said, I justified you. I saved you. I gave you peace. And I gave you enough. Amen. To stay saved until you go on to sanctification. And in order to get to sanctification, you got to consecrate yourself. Amen. You got to consecrate yourself. Here, we're dealing with the original man. This original man is also the fallen man. Yes. We dealt with the fallen man. Here is the, uh, the uh, uh, this man here is the, uh, 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 the depraved man. This is the depraved man. This is the sinner man. This is the justified man. And, and the justified man, also the carnal man. Justified man and the carnal man. This is the sanctified man or the holy man. Amen. So we want to deal with that carnal man. Amen. Because it's, amen. We all got tired of this right here. This got played out. But now we got to deal with this. I'll tell you, this right here is something else. This right here, after you get saved, amen. Conformance, the Bible said, my ways are not your ways. Give me Isaiah 55. Give me Isaiah 55, please. Isaiah 55. Let's see what the word of God says. Amen. God said, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Amen. You can't have your way to be saved. Amen. You got to get rid of your way. Amen. Isaiah 55 and verse number 7, is it? What does it say? Let the wicked forsake his ways. Your way, God say, is wicked. That's it. The wicked forsake, you got to do some forsaking. You got to do some forsaking of your ways. Let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. Let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him. Yes. And to our God, for he will abundantly Amen. pardon. Amen. God will abundantly pardon. Romans the 8th chapter, verse 6 to 8, says the wind. Romans the 8th chapter, verse 6 to 8. Amen. If you don't get out of this justification place, that's, that place can turn rancid. It can cause you much spiritual harm and eventually cause your death and destruction. Amen. Because if you don't get the root out, the root will grow back. Amen. You are in a tug of war in this, in this, in this condition. God said, listen. God said, here, here. Let me show you something. God said, here. God showed me this. He said, I would rather you be hot or cold. Come on, let's deal, let's deal with us and get around for a while. I'd rather you be hot, on fire with the Holy Spirit in your heart, burning in your heart, or I'd rather you just go ahead and take your side down and be dead. Cold being dead. Cold being dead. Cold being you got sin in your life. No life in you. In Revelation, the third chapter, he said, I'd rather you be hot or cold. But because you're still here, because you're lukewarm, and lukewarmness can cause a lot of damage if we let it stay, if we let it stay around and try to get a catch on. Amen. You mix some lukewarm water with some hot water. The hot water going to turn lukewarm. Amen. Fire begets fire. We got to keep the fire burning in the soul. Amen. But because of our lukewarm, God said, I spew you out of my mouth. Amen. We see this lukewarm condition. People are sitting in lukewarm condition. Don't want to go on and pay the price. 
Amen. Let's, let's, let's go a little further here. Amen. This morning. Amen. Uh, amen. It sets, uh, justified, sanctification is the end of self. Right, right. It's the end of self. Right. Amen. You got to be, uh, you got to see yourself. In order to be sanctified, you got to first see yourself. Amen. And once you see yourself and say, I'm tired of self, I'm tired of my way, amen. And when God can fully reach me and show me myself, and I see that the death that I got to die, and I pay the price, then my faith can reach up and mount up to God. Amen. And I can move some mountains in my life, thank God. But the price of sanctification has to be fully paid. God will send the Holy Ghost fire as he promised in Mark the ninth chapter. He fills the heart. But if the price is not paid, you're going to wax cold and you're going to die. And we live in a deceptive age. Many are not on fire for God. Many are not on fire for God. Many are not zealous for the things of God. Many are sitting around the church of God on the seat of do nothing. Amen. You're going to wax cold and die. Adam didn't fall from holiness to infancy. He fell from holiness to sin. You don't fall from a sanctified experience to a justified experience. You don't fall. You can't, you can't get this root out and all of a sudden this root start growing back and ain't nothing in there. You hear, you still, you can stop being watchful Stop being prayerful. Start getting lazy in your soul. You're not going back to justification. You're going back to sin. But what many people are doing, they're here, they got they have experience, they have some of God, but amen, they start getting slow for their soul, but they keep their profession. Yeah, right, right, right. Keep the sign. Amen. And that's what many people are doing in the day and time we're living in. They're not going back to sin. Because of their image, they're keeping their profession. Right. Right. Romans the sixth chapter, verse six to eight. What does it say? Romans eight, six and eight. Romans the eighth chapter, verse six. For to be carnally minded is death. For to be carnally minded, and that's what that root symbolized, carnality. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded. But to be is spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. Is life and is peace. Right. Come on. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. The carnal mind is an enemy. That's it. It is. To God. That's it. Go ahead. For it is not subject to the law of God. I want you to get this part right here. That's it. The carnal mind or carnality is not, not subject. That's it. That's why we just read you can't have your way and be That's saved. It. That's it. It's not subject. This spirit here has a strong will. This spirit here has inclinations. This spirit here has strong tendencies. This spirit here has strong lusts. Yes, there's, there's some things in this part is not subject. Don't want to come subject to the standard. Don't want to come subject to the word. Don't want to be subject to the ministry. Don't want to be subject. Don't want to come to church when it's time to come to church. Don't want to bring your mind under subjection, your flesh under subjection. Not subject. That's the carnal man. The carnal man is not subject. That's it. Uh huh. See that? So this is what people leave the church of God and go to Babylon because they say this is too much. Mm -hmm. Oh Lord. This is what people leave the church of God and go down to Babylon because they say it's too much. 
That's right. It don't take all that to be saved. Yes, it does. You don't go to Babylon and go to hell. The carnal man is not such, so this man must be purged. We talked about last week. He must be rooted out. That's right. So you can recognize this old man. Give me Romans the sixth chapter. Amen. Go to Romans the sixth chapter, verse number six. What does the Bible say? Knowing this, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. That our what? Old man. That our old man, yeah. our carnal man. Right. That old man carnal. That our old man is what? Crucified is him. Crucified. Paul said, I am crucified. First Peter 4 and 1. Give me real quickly. First Peter 4 and 1 for you all that's writing down for you Bible school. First Peter 4. Paul said, I am crucified. He said, knowing this, that our old man is what? Crucified. Is crucified. Is crucified. In order to be saved, you got to be crucified. In other words, crucified means you got to die. There's a part of you that got to die. What does 1 Peter 4 and 1 say? For as much then as Christ has suffered for us. In order to die, you got to suffer. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us, where at? In the flesh. You got to suffer in your flesh. That's the part that has to die. The flesh is against the spirit, and the spirit is against the flesh. It's contrary one to another, so that you're not will not do the things you want. These are contrary one to another to the other. You got to die, Jesus. As much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, you got to be willing to carry your cross. Jesus said, "If any man will come after me, let him deny him what? Deny himself. That's what they have to be denied. Self. Take up your what? Be willing to suffer." The Bible says, Amen. Amen. You have to turn that to even James the way the Bible says, Think it not strange, 417, I believe. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial. How you gonna find out what's in your heart? You gotta go through the fire. Amen. Amen. In order to find out what's still in you, you gotta go through the fire. You gotta be refined as gold is refined. You gotta be refined. You got that got to be burnt out. The Bible says, thinking our strength concerned the fiery trials which is to try you. You want to have to be tried. Tried with in the fire. The fire is going to show you yourself. Well, people don't want to suffer. They want the easy life. Shall I be carried to the skies on the fiery bed of ease? While others fought to win the prize and sailed through bloody seas? Surely I must fight if I will reign. Increase my courage, Lord. I'll bear the toil. I'll endure the pain as long as it's supported by the word of God. Probably today, people don't want to suffer and go through no hard times, no hard places, no tests, no trial. They wanted salvation to be peaceful and easy. Brother, you got to suffer. You're going to have to suffer some persecution. You're going to have to suffer some false accusations. You're going to you're gonna have, to, you're gonna have to suffer some, some things in your flesh. Consecration is the death to the old man. That's what consecration is. Death to the old man. It's a separation and end of self. It is an inward crucifixion to self. It's a complete Inward dis dissecting. Yeah. Self got to be dissected, brother. That's right. That's right. You got
got fear to separate self. Right. Self can so in, 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 entangled right. and intertwined right. to you. This has right. been a part of you. Right. This is your personality. This is who you are for years. Since you were born. Now the word comes out, I can't, I can't have that. Take my car, but don't take that part of me now. Oh my God. Brother, consecration is a is a time, is a time, it's a it's a place in time. God give you a certain amount of time. He give you a certain amount of time to get yourself down to business with God. That's so true. It's a dissecting an entire searching out. It's a time when you need to search yourself. Yes. Searching out the whole moral being. That's in other words, your whole heart. Right. By what? You got to search it out with the sword. Because the sword is what's going to be divided. Romans 12 and 1. What does the Bible say? Romans 12 and 1. I beseech you therefore, brother, by the mercies of God, that you do what? Present your body. That you do what? Present your body to what? A living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. You got to present your body. How do you present your body? Presenting your body to God. First of all, God said, uh-uh, I'm not accepting that offering. Don't present that to me. It's not complete. It's not dead. How do you present your body? Give me Romans the fifth. Uh, give me uh, Romans. Go back to Romans the sixth chapter, verse thirteen. What does that say? Amen. Romans six thirteen. Neither yield ye your members. Neither heal ye your body, your members, as instruments of unrighteousness. As instruments sin. of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourselves unto God. But do what? Yield yourselves. That's how you go. That's how you go. You have to yield yourself. Then you got to present yourself. Right. You got to first yield yourself. Right. Yield yourself is. It takes something to yield. Yield means to give in. That's true. That's true. Yield means to give way to. Right, right. Huh? Yield means to give in and give way to. You see a yield sign? That's it. Yield see, yield means that I'm gonna I'm pulling back. Right. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let this right. person go in front of me. Right. Yielding God is I'm gonna let That's God it. have his way That's in it. my life. Right. Yielding is Lord, not my way. Yielding is, amen. Yielding is just letting God take full control of the reins. Right. Right. Don't yield your members of, unto unrighteousness, unto sin, but yield yourself how? Unto God. Yield yourselves unto God. As those that are yielding, alive from the dead. Yielding is taking sides against self. Right. Amen. In order to see self, you got to first suffer an examination, then you got to suffer an operation. God will give you an examination and God's going to do some operation. Before you get an operation in the hospital, you first got to get an examination so they know what you to work on. An operation is cutting something out or correcting something on the inside. Are y'all with me? When God examines you by the word of God, then he's going to do the operation on you. Give me Hebrews, the fourth chapter. After God go to probing, after God go to piercing on your soul right. and searching out every idol in your heart yes. and show you those idols that's still there, you got to yield. That's right, brother. That's right. Amen. You got to yield to God. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. You know why you got to yield that, 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 that God got to do the examination on your heart? Because the Bible says in Psalm 64, chapter, verse number 6, it says, The heart is deep. Yes, 
And it says in that same verse, what's in that heart is iniquity. Right, right. Huh? Is iniquity in the heart, but it says it's deep. Why is it deep? God got to do some digging. Right. You got to do some digging. Oh, yes. You got to let God do, put the searchlight from heaven on your soul. And after you search, and you search until the deepest point of your will is revealed, you got to yield. That's right, brother. That's right. After God go to probing and piercing and searching out every idol in your soul, your yeah. life, you got yeah. to yield. Amen. The sword of the spirit, it does the dissecting and it divides us from all those hidden creatures. Oh those hidden creatures, yeah. amen, they got to be separated from right. you, separated right. from your soul, right. and put to death. Yielding right. is taking sides against self. That's it. You got to hate your own self. And after you see yourself, you got to admit it, just like you had it, just like you admitted your sins here and confess your sins here. There's a confession here. There's an admitted, Lord, I see myself. And I don't like this about me. It don't line up with the word of God. Lord, forgive me, God. Take this out of me. Just like you asked God to take this away. You got to have faith to be just like you have faith to be saved, you got to have faith to be sanctified. Oh yes. And when God do that self-examination and when God started to show you and God started to show you them spirits and God showed you some of the things that he, and, and I'm telling you something, before that doctor operate, he sit down and consultate with you, don't right, he? Right, right, he right. said, now this is the problem. Yeah. And this is what we're going to go in here and do. Right, right. That's what God does. Yes. God ain't just going to go and just, you be saved and God going to go just take, you got to submit your will so God can do the work. You got to tell the doctor, here, I'm going to sign right here on this doctor. I'm putting my life in your hands now. And we're going to be praying for you, doctor. So then do this thing right. That's right. That's right, I'm signing my life away. That's it. Don't know if you're coming back or not. That's true. But when you get saved, you got to sign your life away. I'm signing my life away, Lord. Lord, I thank you for sitting down and talking to me. Show me what's there, Lord. I'm going to sign so you can do the operation. I'm going to yield to you now. Lord. That's right. You got to take sides against self. And after you see yourself, amen, you got to say, Lord, I yield myself. In order to see yourself, you got to suffer an examination of, of God's word and an operation on the heart. Hebrews, what I call Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Verse number 12 and 13, what does the Bible say? Well, the word of God is quick. The word of God. That's the, that's what I call the word of God. God called the, the word is a sword. Huh? The sword is what do the separating. Huh? It's called the sword of the spirit. The Holy Ghost will do the separating. He will show you. And God say, read. The word of God is quick. Huh? The word of God is what? Quick and it's powerful. Quick. God makes us of a quick understanding. Huh? The word of God is quick. It makes us of a quick understanding, but it also makes us alive. It's quick, it's powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Sharper than any two-edged sword doing what? Piercing even to the dividing asunder ah, of soul do some divide. and spirit. It do some divide and do some separating of self. Huh? It peels off self, brother. It, 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 it's quick, it's powerful, it'll make you alive and keep you alive and give you power. Power what? Over the flesh. What power? 
taking her off the, and he'll give you, he'll just start strengthening your will right. to live for him. That's right. Huh? He's just not going to take nothing away and don't replace it with nothing. That's it, brother. Amen. Lord, take all that. Give me more grace. Amen. Take all that. Give me more joy. Give me more strength, God. Come on. Oh my God. I said, are you easily provoked? Oh my God. 
Are you easily uh, 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 set off anything to set you off? The whole day messed up. You say that. Your whole day messed up. You need to be sanctified. Self-will. Self-importance. Need acknowledgement. The pastor haven't called my name in a little while. They haven't called me to sing. But write your own request. Stop waiting on folks to call you. I ain't need to call you. We don't need no flesh on exhibition. You can have the most melodious voice. Oh, I love you. And be all in the flesh. Be all in the flesh. Then somebody get up here can't sing. Amen. Amen. Don't have the voice. Amen. But the Holy Ghost will anoint it and our souls will be blessed. We got to be extracted. What does God got to do that surgery on? Is it false humility? Is it impatience? What is it? Stubbornness? Stubbornness? Suspicion? Suspicion? Huh? Oh, suspicious spirit. That's right. Evil surmise. That's it. Evil surmise. Suspicious spirit. Thinking evil. Self-importance. Come on now. Are you harsh? Are you rash? Are you quick to be angered? When the pastor corrects you, does something rise up in you? Do you go into a shell? Come on now. When pastor say, uh, don't. The, uh, uh, pastor, um, I was invited to another church. Don't go. Right. Mm -hmm. Who do you think he is? You need to be sanctified. You need to be sanctified. You don't even go into no other church but the church of God. That's right, brother. That's right. That's I'm going to give you that counsel now. That's right, Come on now. Contaminated by something, That's you get right, contaminated right. by spirits. Right. Amen. Uh, amen. All kind of Babylonian spirits. Right. All kind of sinful spirits. How about jealousy, envy? What need to be extracted? Formalities, lusts. What need to be extracted is the spirit of unbelief. Doesn't need to be extracted. The spirit of exaggeration. You can tell a story, but you can exaggerate it too much. Yeah, right, right. It ain't even happened like that. Right, right. You didn't took it to 10. Yep. And it was, when we, who was there, we wouldn't even saw it like that. You were, and what he did to me was, wow! Yeah, right. And he didn't even look at you. He didn't hardly look at you. Right. Exaggeration. That's true. Deceit. Conceit. Right. Caught up on your looks. Right. Caught up on your dress. Right. Caught up on yourself. Right. Caught up on your personality. Following Hollywood, flipping through your phone, looking at pictures, looking at how to clear my face, looking at how to clear this and clear that and do this and fix this and fix that. I tell you, the Bible says we are wonderfully and fearfully made. Amen. I'm not saying we're going to look nice and look handsome right. and dress nice and right. smell nice. Right. Amen. But I'm talking about self-conceitedness. How about carnal fear? God has not given us a spirit of fear. What needs to be extracted? I'm not out there dancing and lying and cussing and shooting folks. Amen. And, and, and doing all the things I used to do. But there's some things that's deep in the heart that God needs to extract. Just a spirit of discouragement. 
It's a spirit. That's a spirit. Discouragement is a spirit. Discouragement. Have you ever seen God discouraged in the Bible? Discouragement is a spirit. Oh no. You can discourage. I'm not saying that we don't get discouraged, but when you when this when you, I'm not saying you're not faced with this kind. I'm not saying you're not faced with emotion, but when you have the Holy Ghost in you, He'll quicken you and bring that thing to life and say, "Hold on, I rebuke you, devil. I'm going on in Jesus' name. I'm happy and I'm encouraged. You don't let this thing discourage me and take my day and have me pull down shades and putting on black. Yes, that's right, brother. Amen. Eating seaweed. Amen." Nothing wrong with that, but you know what I mean. Revelation, the fourth chapter. Praise Revelation, God. the fourth chapter. Amen. What need to be extracted? Mark 9, 43. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, we're going to end the Revelation, Lord's word. I know it's late, but y'all saying a long time today. Mark 9, 43. Thank the Lord. Mark 9, 43. What did the Bible Praise say? Praise Nothing to be sorry about. That's right. Amen. Amen. Yes, let's see what that says. And if thy hand offend thee. And if thy hand. We're talking about the body now. If thy hand offend thee. Cut it off. God said cut it off. Huh? If your hand is doing something that God ain't pleased with. Now this is this is figuratively speaking. Right. It can be, it can be, it can be all those things we just talked about. Right. as part of your, right. as part of you that we right. just talked about. that need to be extracted. God said, "If your hand offend you, cut it off." Come on. It is better for thee to enter into life, man. It is better for you to enter into life, into salvation, into uh, sanctification, man, than having two hands. Than having two hands to go into hell and go to hell. Come on, read. Into the fire that never shall be quenched. Into a fire that never shall be quenched. There's some things that got to be separated. That's right. That's right. And in order for it to be separated, you got to go through the fire. Give me, go ahead and read the next verse there. Where, there, where the worm dieth not. Where the worm dieth not. And the fire is not quenched. And the fire is not quenched. Give me um, Malachi, please, real quickly. Malachi. Amen. Malachi, the second chapter. Amen. Malachi, the third chapter, verse 2 and 3. But who may abide the day of his coming? But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? And who should stand when God appeared? For he is like a refiner's fire. God is like a refiner's fire. And like fuller's soap. Did you read Mark? Mark, we was in Mark 9, right? Yeah. Give, me, give me the 49th verse. I, I didn't get down to the 49th verse for time's sake. Let's get down to the Mark 9, 49, so I can establish this dog here. Mark 9, 49. What does it say? For everyone shall be salted with fire. I'm saying after you cut off that hand, after you cut off that foot, after you pluck that eye out, the Bible says, uh, if your eye offend you, is that what it say? Where does it say that in that chapter? Mm -hmm. If your eye offend you, Yes, 47. 47, what does it say? And if that eye you got a lust problem, you got a lust spirit, you're looking at things that you ought not be looking at. If you're doing things with your hands, doing things that you ought not to be doing, praise the Lord. God said it's time to cut it off. Fuck it out. Fuck the eye out. Not literally, amen. But you gotta let God do some surgery. There's some things that gotta be cast down. There's some things that got Lord, I don't, I'm not looking at this. There's some things that gotta be denied. This thing is going to be cut out your life. 
Oh, yeah. You may have to cut off Facebook until God sanctify your soul. Oh, yeah. You may have to discontinue your Instagram account until God sanctify your soul. There's some phone numbers you may have to raise out of your phone to God do something for you. And if God wants you to have a baby, let him be the one who gives back to you. There's some places, people, and things that you got to separate from to present your body a living sacrifice. If your eye fit, you pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of heaven. It is better for you to enter into the kingdom of heaven. With one eye. With one eye. Than having two eyes. Than having two eyes. And going to hell fire. And going to hell fire. Amen. Give me, go down to verse 49. For everyone shall be salted with fire. Everyone shall be salted with fire. And every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. And every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. Salt is good. Salt is good. But if the salt hath lost its saltiness. But if the salt has lost its saltiness. Wherewith? Will ye season it? Man. Where will ye season it? Have, have salt in yourselves. Have salt in yourselves. And have peace one with another. All right. It's somewhere in the scripture say the salt is the Holy Spirit. And I, I, I guess I didn't write it down. But the salt of God, the salt, the Bible said be salted with fire. I don't know if that's in that chapter. Yes. Yes, what do you say? For everyone shall be salted with fire. Be salted with what? Fire. Fire! Right. Your life should be salted or flavored. Right. Or salt preserves. Right. That's right. That's what salt does. It preserves. Right. Salt sustains. Right. Be salted with what? Fire. The Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. That's right. That's the sacrifice. Present your body a living sacrifice. It says just every sacrifice that be salt with what? Fire. Let God flavor your life. Amen. Give me Malachi, third chapter, verse two and three real quickly. But who may abide the day of his coming? Who's going to abide the day of God's Christ coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire. He was a light. He's like a what? A refiner's fire. Mm -hmm. And Come like on. fuller soap. And he's like he will. He's like fuller soap. God will wash you thoroughly, cleanse you thoroughly. The word of God is like a full of salt. Come on. And he shall sit as a refiner. And he shall sit as a what? Refiner. The Holy Ghost is going to sit as a refiner. And purifier of silver. And he's going to purify you just like he can purify a refiner, purify silver. He will purify your heart. Give me Isaiah 125. Real briefly here. Amen. God will consume the dross. He will consume and refine you as silver is refined and he'll consume all dross. Come on, read Isaiah 125. And I will turn my hand upon thee. And I will turn my hand upon thee. And purely purge away. And I will purely or thoroughly purge away. Thy dross. I will purge away your dross. And take away all thy tin. And take away all thy tin. Oh, God. God said, I'm going to thoroughly purge. I'm going to do a complete work. Mm -hmm. Amen. Revelation, the third chapter, verse number 14. Amen. Y'all give me a little bit more time. I thank God for your patience. Thank God for your patience. Amen. Revelation 3 
Amen. Revelation 3. Verse number 14. And unto the angel of the church of Laocene, right? These things said the amen. These things said the amen. The faithful and true witness. The faithful and true witness. The beginning of the creation of God. The beginning of the what? Creation of God. This is who talking? The beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works. God said, I know your works. That thou art neither cold nor hot. That you are neither cold nor hot. I would I would that thou were cold or hot. I would that you were cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm. But because you are lukewarm. And neither cold nor hot. Because you're not sanctified. I will spew thee out of my God mouth. God said, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. Amen. Oh Lord. God bless. God said, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. Now, oh Lord, we don't want God to spew us out of his right. mouth. Right. The Bible lets us know, Paul said in 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, in verse number one, hold your place in Revelation, sister, when you read that, 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, verse number one, I believe it is. First Corinthians, the third chapter, verse number one. I want to show and you I, something. brethren, and I'm going to show you something. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. I couldn't talk to you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal. But as unto what? Carnal. As unto carnal. Even as unto babes in Christ. Even as unto like you a baby in Christ Jesus. You ain't no baby. You've been around for a while. Right. Come on. I have fed you with milk. I fed you with milk. And not with meat. And not with meat. For hitherto were ye not able to bear it. You were not able to bear it. Neither no. yet now are ye. And you're not even at this for point now. You've been here power. around for a long time. You still come. My oh, Lord. That's true. You still got to take the basis and eat the basis and drink the basic things of salvation. God said, let us go on to perfection. Not laying again a foundation of repentance. It says, uh, it says, uh, let us go on and be perfect. Right. Come on. For ye are yet carnal. Ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying. What does carnality produce? It produces envying. And strife. It produces strife. And divisions. It produces divisions. And are not carnal. It produces divisions, divisions, divisions. That's down in Babylon. Babylon's confused and they're divided. Oh Lord. It will produce divisions right among us. Carnality, not spirituality, carnality. My God, right. A sanctified heart full of the Holy Ghost, and all you got the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will speak the same thing. Right. Right. The reason why there's so many divisions among us is because of carnality. Amen, brother. That's what's going down and down. Them folks can't get along. The Bible says the blood is like a cage of unclean and hateful birds. Amen. Oh Lord. Carnality produces divisions. Go back to Revelation the third chapter. I'm narrowing this thing down. God bless you, brother. Revelation the third chapter. Amen. Revelation the third chapter here. Amen. And verse number, amen. Verse number uh, 17. Because thou sayest, I am, I am rich. I am rich. And increased with goods. I am increased with goods. And have need of nothing. And I have need of Nothing. And there's nothing. Hold on. There's nothing. The Bible definition for this word nothing. If you look it up, it's in the in the Greek. It says need of no man, need of no man or no woman or anything. Need. And that's the attitude people have today. They can be church of God for years. 
right. sit around the church of God and decide they're not come back in the, out of the church and they're still saved. They don't, they don't need no pastor. Right. They don't need the saints. Yeah, they don't need fellowship. Right. We need fellowship. Yeah. Right. I said we need fellowship. Yes. Yeah. We right. need each other. Right. We can't be saved just sitting at home. Right. Yes. Right. Amen, brother. Amen. Right. You can have, I don't need nothing. I'm good all by myself. My God. That's the spirit that of the world. Right. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's the spirit that's trying to work on God's people. Right. I don't have to go to church. Amen, brother. I don't need counsel. That's it. No more. I don't need the saints. God bless. We need to be in the presence of one another. Right. Thank God for our prayer call on Sunday morning. But we need to be in the presence of one another. That's true. Y'all yeah. pray for me right here because the devil don't want me to talk about this part. God bless you. Have need of nothing. Come on. And knowest not that thou art wretched. And knowest not that you are wretched. And miserable. Hold on. This word miserable. Let's look at this word miserable. Look it up on your time. It says uncertain affinity. What's an affinity? An affinity means a compatibility. An affinity means a relationship. An affinity, affinity means a closeness. An affinity means a compatibility. An affinity means fellowship. But here it is, miserable, this word miserable means uncertain about all this. Yes, that's serious. Watch this now. On, now, Revelation is sin by the book. You got to look deeper than just the surface definition. It's an uncertain affinity. Oh, Lord. A questionable right. affinity. Yeah. Unclear fellowship. That's it, brother. Undecided fellowship. Hanging by a thread hmm. fellowship. My God. Hmm. A touch and go fellowship. Up in the air. Up in the air, fellowship. Right. A separation. A difference. Disagreement. Dislike. Friction. Contention. Easily fractured. Easily offended. That's it, bro. Miserable. And guess what? God's people are disheartened. Amen. Division calls disheartenedness. Right. My Lord. And where is this at? This is in the last days. What do we see? We see a lot of people that's carnal. Right, brother. That's true. We see a lot of folks that got carnal hearts. Right. A cutting off fellowship. That's I it. don't want to have nothing to do with you. You don't talk to me. I don't talk to you. You don't call me. I don't call you. I can't pray with you. You can't pray with me. You walk down that aisle. I walk down that aisle. That's not God. My, God. My Lord. That's brother, that's not a closeness. That's not an affinity. Amen. That's miserable. That's miserable. Right. My Lord. And what do we see in this very last day, in this lukewarm age, in this Laodicean age, in our time now, we see, uh, amen, uh, amen. Uh, if we're not careful, we see fractures of fellowship. Right. Yes, sir. Oh, Lord. Amen. Pay stuff. Right, brother. 
Amen. Time is so short. Amen. We only have one, two days out of the week when we get together. Second uh, Corinthians, we need to get all we can, right. while we can. Man. Time is short. Time is running out. Right. We see the age in which we're living in. Right. Amen. The Bible says in verse 17, now where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Now the spirit, now the Lord is that spirit. Right. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with, with open, open face, face, beholding as in a glass. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. Our change. We're changed. There's a changing here. There's a changing. We are changed into the same image. That holy image. That same life is we're changed by what? Beholding our face as in the glass of the glass, the word of God. Right, brother. Amen. It's clear. Yes. Thank God. Come on, read it. I change into the same image. From what? From glory to glory. From the first glory to the second glory. Amen. From justification to sanctification. We're changed from glory, glory be to God, to glory. Amen. By the Spirit. Amen. Read. Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. By who? The Spirit of the Lord. That's what you operate. Yes. And when you come up out of that operation, brother, you come out. Woo! I feel better. I'm changed. I'm a new man. I'm a new creature. Yes, sir. Hey, God! He's done something for me. I'm not only saved, but I'm saved and sanctified. And filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Amen. Glory be to God. You walk in His grace, you'll walk right into sanctification. And can't help yourself. Your justified state is not a bad place. But it's yeah. only a time and it's for a season right. for you to go on right. to perfection. Right. Yep. Because that place can cause you to be lost right. if you don't if you miss your time. Yes. Yes. Amen. There's a time and a season to get it in. Right. Right. There's a time and a season to be sanctified. Right. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a uh, what kind of sacrifice? A uh, living I'm living, but I'm yet sacrificed right, my life. Right. I'm sacrificing that part of me right. so I can have life in me. Right. Yes. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Lord, thank you, Father, for purging me. Thank you, Father, for making me perfect. When the Bible says be therefore perfect, I understand what that means now. Amen. I understand when the world says I can't be perfect, nobody, because you have not been taught. You right. can't rise above your teaching. Right, brother. What you taught, that's what you are. Right. So thank you, Father, for sanctifying me. Amen. Thank you, Father, for purging this and this, this this carnal nature out of me, my way out of me. And Lord, thank you for me making me subject to your will and sanctifying my heart and preserving my heart. Amen. If you see in your life where you need some operation this morning. If you see in your experience where you need God to purge some things out of your life, why don't you make that type of why don't you make that sacrifice? Amen. That type of sacrifice. That's a special sacrifice. Right. That is a sacrifice upon the golden right. heart. Right. You need to sacrifice yourself. Right. You need to yield yourself to God this morning. Right. What is it that you need to yield to God? Amen. You haven't fully paid the price, the whole price. Why don't you make a commitment? Why don't you ask God to help you? 
Amen. Why don't you ask God to give you the strength, give you the courage to make that type of, that commitment at that level in my life. The justified man, the carnal man as we stand. Thank God for the word today.